0: Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It! at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing the Thai BL Drama Series, Love by Chance 2, Episode 12. This is, I believe, the second to the last episode that's being released, and I had the great privilege of watching it live on YouTube when it came out in when on November eleventh, 2020. That was absolutely awesome. But anyway, this episode follows... Tin, who has decided to go to England to have a conversation with Gonhin, and basically he just kind of sits there, talks with Gonwin. says Gonhin says, you know, um, he's in Gonhin's apartment, which is very small, very you know scarce. And he says, are you having a hard time, Gonhin? Is that why you don't have a lot of things and you're living in such a small space? And he's like, no, I just don't need a big space I live by myself I am doing very well with my business stuff but I don't need a large space and he realizes as he's talking with Gan Hin that Gan Hin just hasn't moved forward since everything happened with Tool and all that that means for him and he says you know they basically have a little heart to heart where Gonhin and Tin are like Tin's like I'm not the same kid I was and you know that's good for me, maybe not good for my brother all the time, but he basically kind of just shows Gonhin where he's at, and he also, at the end of the conversation, says, by the way, you know, do you know what Tool named his kid? And Gonhin's like, no, because I left before Tool's kid was born, so no, I don't know what Tool named his kid. And Tin says, well, Tool named his kid the love that I gave away to someone. And he said, you know, I think that's kind of interesting on him, considering that, you know, Tool's wife's name was this, and Tool's name was that, and apparently when that happens, they typically name their kids something similar. And he says, you know, he didn't do that. He named his kid the love I gave away to someone. And he said, you know, I'm not sure if that's basically going to make a difference to you, but also... Tool is no longer married. He got a divorce. And with that, basically, at that point, Gonhin completely loses it. He sits there and goes, okay. And, you know, I don't mean where, but gonhin has been kind of in a holding pattern ever since everything blew up with Tool and all that issue. And you really don't know what led to the whole thing with Tool going out, meeting this woman, having a kid, then getting married. You don't know what all happened with that. I do think it's kind of like in Love, Life, and Align with Akira and Yuki, where Akira decided he wanted to have a normal family. He wanted to have the prestige that would give him in society, and he also wanted to have a kid. And he's like, well, you know, I've never really understood. Like, well, there's always adoption, folks. There's always, you know, other ways to have kids. <laughs> but, you know, some people are really strange that way, and also... They don't see that there's always a third way on an issue, whether you're talking about the issues they come up in a relationship or the issues that come up in life in general. And whatever happened with Tool happened. And Gonhan has been kind of in a holding pattern since that happened because the other thing is Gonhan always told Tool that he would be there when no one was left if that if you know he needed help. And because of that, I don't think Gonhan felt safe to move forward in life with someone else because he'd made that promise even with tools decisions that he would be there should tool ever need him and so he's sitting there realizing that maybe finally things could work out between them and then that's kind of where the episode closes with um Gan-hin at this point then it goes to tin who are tin and can and can is talking to um tin on his in his bedroom just saying you know get back here da da, da. and he's like and tin's like well do you miss me can and he's like And, you know, honestly, Can just doesn't like saying things like that. And so he's having trouble relating to Tin. And Tin really just wants to know that Can missed him, that it, you know, was something that he missed, him being there. And Can won't say that, which then leads Tin to not reply to him for quite a while, for several days. And so Can's sitting there feeling really bad, thinking that things, you know, aren't Okay. And then he's talking to A Pond and A, and he's like, Tin hasn't called me. Tin isn't responding to my messages. And A's like, well, can did you do something? Did you do something to offend Tin that would have led him to be this way? And you know, that's what I really like about A is he sits there and he's not being judgy at either party. He's just like, well, did something happen? Did something come up? You know, how did this happen? And then they go to a concert because the song that A's story helped write for the musicians that were featured in this film, um, and again, I don't remember their names in the show, um, Tum. Tum was one of them. A-Tum. And basically a wrote the song about how even though there's distance, even though there might not be a relationship at this point because of what's happened, it doesn't mean that the other party doesn't care. And that's pretty poignant for Tum because he really likes his stepbrother and... His stepbrother in the story, because this is kind of uh, connected to the Tharn type series, his stepbrother was the ex-boyfriend of Tharn, who had something really bad happen to him. And after that, he just basically closed off all romantic attachment. And Toom's like, you know, I will wait forever for you to be with me, but you know, I'm not going to give up on you. And I think that's one of the reasons why he really related well to A's story. And so they wrote a song, they had it at a music convention there, or conference, what do you call it, event, there in their college. And A got to go to that, pawn got to go to that, and Ken got to go to that. And Ken is sitting there, feeling rather bad and rather sad that Tin isn't there, and A is actually filming it and then tying um, Pete into the um, post on Facebook so he can hear the song. And there's a scene when the song is developed in this episode where Tom shares the song with Pete, and he sa- or with A, not Pete, with A, and he says, "You know." This song helps remind me that even though he's gone, I actually care about him more because it made me realize how much I care about him for him not to be here. Because I cared about him anyway, but now I care about him even more because I acutely realize what I'm missing by not having Pete here. And so he shares that post on Facebook with Pete, and then he also... Can is sitting there feeling rather bad, and he's like, you know, you shouldn't be listening to love songs alone. (laughs) And he's such a little kid about things. I don't mean to, it's one of the things I like so much about Can. And then as he's sitting there, he's like, I miss you a blank of a lot. And then um, he gets this rose thrust in his face, and Tin's there going, did you miss me? And he looks at him kind of starstruck, because he did not know he was back in Thailand. He thought he was still in England. And he's going, and Tin's like, You know, you said that if I show back up, you'd do X. And then Tin just basically um, Tin and Can basically hug in the middle of this event. And that's what I like about Can has no reservations. Can's not going to sit there and go, you know. Initially, he did, but once he decided he was going to be with Tin, he's like, I am not going to let anyone determine how I feel about things. So I'm going to hug Tin in the middle of everyone, and that's not going to bother me. And so that's kind of how their relationship ends in this episode. Um, Kim did get a condo. Uh, not Ken. Tin did get a condo. Again, I don't know why I keep flipping their names, but anyway. So Tin got a condo so that he has a place to be that is not his familial home, so that he does not have to feel so uncomfortable in life, and also so he has a place to be with Ken. And so that is where they go to, you know, have their time together. And then the sequel to this episode, episode 13, which I believe is going to be the final episode, although I'm not positive on that, um, involves Tin having a birthday, and Can's trying to figure out what to do for Tin's birthday, and his sister suggests he cooks, but... Can can't cook. Can can't, you know, boil water. It's just not a good idea to leave Can in the kitchen with sharp objects or anything that could harm him. I mean, it's just not a good idea. So that's going to be kind of a funny episode to watch to see hands-cooking inabilities brought to light and how that really doesn't matter in their relationship. But um, I really like this episode. Again, I really like this whole series. It's not a show for kids. It's a show you could watch with your teenagers, but I would not recommend it for children. There's also a scene with, um, again, Techno and Kingla in this episode. And Kingla, when he found out that Techno was okay with him writing letters stuffed a huge stack of letters in the mailbox all at once one morning and techno grabbed all the letters and decided to go read them at the soccer field because that's where he goes to do stuff etc and this is a hilarious scene because techno's looking at these letters realizing that you know even though things aren't good and the one thing i do think is good about this scene is kegla knows that he totally massively screwed this up kegla knows that he did not behave in a way that was acceptable and you know, unlike some people, Kegel actually apologizes for his behavior and says, you know, I shouldn't have done what I did. And if we do move forward in this relationship, I promise I'm going to be honest with you from here on out. I'm not going to be, you know, doing that kind of behavior anymore. Everything's going to be up on the table above board. And so Techno's reading these letters. And then he's thinking of what the words are and he does not realize it but can got a hold of one of the letters because he's in the same area and he is reading he goes who wrote you these sappy letters techno these are crazy these are totally ridiculous and that scene is absolutely hilarious to me just because of the interplay between techno and can and all that craziness which is absolutely funny And so that that, um, relationship seems to be moving forward as well. Um, They meet at the music event as well, Techno and Kigla. And Kigla has another letter to give Techno. And I think the letters are kind of what turned the tide on their whole relationship because for some reason, Techno can be reached through those in ways he couldn't be reached through, you know, talking about it and couldn't be reached through, you know, trying to deal with it with your presence. And so they seem to be working out their little issues, which aren't quite so little. And um, also in this episode, Tool and Ghanhin get back together. Um, Ghanhin comes down from um, pretty much he's just beside himself after his divorce. His son is trying to help him. Um, He makes sure his his little boy's like eight years old. And he's like, Dad, you haven't eaten for quite a while. You need to eat something. And... So Tool's having a really hard time just surviving. And, you know, there's a lot of us who just really do not like Tool at all, who kind of despise him to no end. But even with that, you know, he didn't have it easy. And he made some very bad decisions, but everyone does at some point in their life. And, you know, hopefully it doesn't cost you as much as Tool it cost him. And he comes down one morning and he's like, Auntie, his housekeeper, who he calls his auntie, which is Gonhan's mom, he's like, um, where is everybody? And he can't find the housekeeper, and he walks in and sees Gonhins there. And Gonhins like, good morning, Tool. And Gondhin hasn't been there for literally eight to ten years. And the one thing I do like about this scene is there are people in everyone's life with whom the walls are down. And, you know, for most of us, it's not very many people. For some of us, it's no one. And, you know... In that moment, when he sees Ganhen again, Tool, the walls are down. He's totally beside himself. He, he has his suit coat there, and he completely drops it. And he's like, Ganhen's here. Ganhen hasn't been here for years. And, you know, there's no time-space separation there. It's just Ganhen was gone, and then Ganhen's there. And he's like, Ganhen, you know, you were unkind to tell me to keep living and keep breathing because you know, why didn't you just kill me when you left? Because that would have been easier than me trying to survive all these years, knowing that I made this massive mistake in our relationship, knowing that, you know, I had chosen to do something that wasn't very good at all, and you had to leave because of it. And, you know, that is not all in there. I'm I'm digressing, but pretty much. And at this point, Gahan's like, I'm here, I'm gonna be here. It's okay, and they basically come back together. They start their relationship again, and Tin's there to kind of see them and be them being okay. And then they switch back to um, Tin at the event for music, and that's where Tin and Can um, are there in that scene. So we do have that little digression with Tool and Gan Hin. Also, at the near the end of the episode, we have another digression with them where basically Gaughan like, I'm not going to leave again. I'm going to... And there's my timer. <laughs> but you turn that off? <laughs> but anyway, Gon Hen is like, I'm not going to leave anymore. I'm going to stay here. And you don't need to worry about that anymore, Tool. And she's like, okay, then I will basically... Do whatever you ask. If you want me to go and apologize to Tin, even, I will do that. And he's like, You don't need to apologize to Tin because I know that's really too massive for you right now. But you do need to at least talk to Tin and, you know, behave like a brother should that way. And again, the one thing I do think this series brings out is in healthy relationships, the other party brings out the better of the original party. And if it's not that way, it's probably not a healthy relationship. And you know, that's why Anna doesn't really like rom-coms and doesn't really like that kind of thing because typically they're not about people bringing out the better in the other party. They're about, you know, passion and all that, which I'm not saying it's not there, but I'm saying if you don't bring out the best in each other, then there's really no point to the relationship because you're not going to make the world a better place. And for me, that's, I think, why another reason I really like this series, I give this episode at least a 10 and a half out of and um, I'm really looking forward to the next one and I'm so glad I had the pleasure of watching it live on YouTube, that was absolutely awesome and so with that, Anna out, check it at the round table bye